are now in the car. Good morning, good morning, good Friday morning. Hope everybody's having a good Friday. Woo! What an interesting half and half week. On my overall picks, I actually went eight and eight. Not happy about it. You know, maybe I should go with uh, my partner, Big Chief Daddy, and just be like, you know what, I'm going to just go by the numbers. Because it might, if I go by the spread, it might make it easier for you to make my best. There was at least five picks I could have flipped a coin on, and obviously it was heads when it should have been tails. So, I mean, because you know what I mean, tails never fails. But anyway, let me get into the unfortunates. Unfortunately, I was 8-8, eight and, eight, and man, we had a weird week. We got one new team, but nobody went up and off the unfortunate list. That does not mean that I added a team. We got one tie. So, that being said, let's get right into it. Woo! Heard that crash, y'all. Anyway. It is rainy out here in Southern California, so those of y'all driving, be very, very careful. These roads are slippery, slippery, slippery. Woo! So, coming in at number 32, well, let's take a look. It was so easy for me to have number 32 jump because they had, they beat my Titans. My Titans. So the Jets are no longer 32. My Titans had three chances in the fourth quarter to take the game. Ended up with a tie. Lost in overtime. That would have tied the game on a missed field goal. Tell me that ain't right. But anyway, a lot of these games are really, really simple. So I'm not going to get into a lot of the details like I normally do. So, coming into number 32, your new lovable losers, the soon-to-be Browns, is the Atlanta Falcons. What I mean by soon-to-be Browns? Those lovable losers that have a great fan base that everybody cheers for, no matter what, they're going to be horrible. And as soon as Matt Ryan leaves, it's going to get worse. And unfortunately, until they shake the Brady curse, Atlanta looks like they might be in the unfortunate all year. Sorry, Atlanta. Right now, you just happen to be at the bottom of the barrel. I would say you got nowhere to go but up, but you actually can't get worse. You just can't get worse on my ranking. <laughs> Peace out, Atlanta. Bruh. Yo, yo, yo. And coming in at number 31 is the hated, the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Big Ben, let me ride the ship until the ship sinks, Big Ben. Normally, 
if a bad team plays a really, really good team, I don't drop them that far. But the only reason why they're not the worst team in the league is because of T.J. Watt. I give T.J. so much respect. That's the only reason why I'm talking about that. That guy is high motor, great pass rusher, can actually defend the run. I don't know if you guys remember Clay Matthews, but he is, I'll say he's eight to 10 times better than Clay Matthews. And Clay Matthews was feared at one point. Other than the Bosa brothers, the boys, I think the Watts feared a little bit more, even JJ over in Arizona put them together, they're feared more than the Bosa brothers. So yeah, that's the only reason why I got the Steelers at number 31 instead of number 32 because even though you guys beat Buffalo week one, you guys have not looked good at any other time. Sorry to say. Pittsburgh Steelers, you're number 31. And coming in at number 30, man, major, major respect, not only to the way the Jets beat my times, oh yeah, number 30, I got the New York Jets, um, I, I give them major respect, yes, the Titans are shorthanded, I'm not going to use the excuse, I'm just going to say the facts, they didn't have three of the top-rated Tennessee Titans, one offensive lineman, two wide receivers, and it was obvious and it showed. We kind of had to piece this together to figure out how to try and get this game away from the Jets, which we didn't think was going to be too much of an issue. King Henry ran all over the Jets. And without a little bit more assistance on that O-line and a little bit more assistance on the wide receivers, which they did great, we just ended up losing. And yeah, I know. I just spent a minute talking about the Titans when the Jets won. Well, sorry, Titan fan here. What can you say? You know. And I just happen to be a huge fan of the Arizona Cardinals as well. So if that happens, hey, what can I say? All I need to say at this point is that congratulations to the Jets. You guys stole one from my Tennessee Titans. But technically, all season long, if anybody wins against my Titans, it is a steal. Okay? <laughs> yo, yo. All right. This one is one half of the Unfortunates game of the week. The Battle of the Bad boy. We had the Colts versus the Dolphins. Both of them have the exact same problem. Inconsistency at quarterback. I was wondering a couple of weeks ago if Jacoby Brissett might have found the right team at the right time for him to leave. For said 
I just, oh man, Jacoby Brissett is a better Brian Leftwich to me at the quarterback position. They actually have a similar type of mindset. So, he just, Byron Leftwich was a good starter in this league. And Jacoby Brissett, he just always lands in that spot where somebody got to get hurt. So, unfortunately, the hurt whisperer, which is what I'm going to call him from now on, because every team he goes to, somebody got to get hurt. Jimmy started, won a few games, got hurt, even though Tom Brady was out due to suspension. He goes to Indianapolis. I believe it was Phil. No, it wasn't Philip Rivers. I think it was somebody else. Um, I know it wasn't Peyton Manning. You know what? I think it was Philip Rivers that got hurt. And Jacoby came in. But no, he played for a whole season. I forget who the quarterback that Jacoby Brissett, the hurt whisperer, came in for. So he came in, played a whole season. He didn't win any games. But then again, the Colts were terrible. Now, everybody, you know, anointed the Dolphins to be like, one of the greatest teams to slice bread, slice bread just because Tua came on. But I'm like, wait, this is Tua's full season without getting pulled in and out of the lineup. And then he got hurt. I wasn't necessarily on board with that or the way that was supposed to be thought out as to how to go. So that being said, the hurt whisperer in number 29 are the Miami Dolphins. They lost 27-17 to the Colts. This was one of those games that I had a coin flip on, so I picked the Dolphins. They're supposed to have the better defense, supposed to have a better offensive line, they have better wide receivers. Why didn't they win? And then I'm going to hurt everybody's feelings right now. If you're a Dolphins fan, you can click to the next segment right now. The coaching doesn't fit the talent. There's a couple of teams where the coaching doesn't fit the talent. If you got a defensive guy, but you got offensive players, your mindset doesn't work if you got the wrong coaching talent on your team. This does not mean that you're a bad coach. This is the wrong fit. For an example, the New York Giants. We all love Joe Judge and his style of play, but he has a passing offensive line with a good quarterback. The funny thing is, is I think it's the O-line that really holds him back because I actually like, you know, the offensive coordinator, the former head coach for the Dallas Cowboys, Jared. So, man, I... I'm back and forth as to why the Giants don't work. The only thing I can think is that the mentality doesn't set in. There's a bad mix somewhere where something doesn't work. That's the same thing that's going on with the Dolphins. Everybody like, oh, they were ahead of their time. No. Look at their wins last year. They beat a lot of teams that they were supposed to beat due to quarterback injuries, so on and so forth. They were exactly who they were supposed to be last year. And this year? Without Ryan Fitzmagic, there is no more magic. 
see, as soon as I say magic, the magic twinkles come on. There's no more magic. He's now in Washington hurt. So the magic is down for another season, and he'll come magically up next season, and he'll be great somewhere. We don't know where he'll be, but he'll be great somewhere. And I don't know why I just spent a whole five minutes talking about the Miami Dolphins. There's something off about their coaching. There's something off with them. And like I said, at number 29 was the Miami Dolphins as they lost to the Indianapolis Colts. And coming in at number 28 is the New York Football Giants. What a game for the Giants. Now, unlike the Jets, they didn't steal anything. They actually went into New Orleans and played the heck out of the Saints and beat them in overtime in their house. And not only did they beat them, they got the ball in overtime. They drove down the field and Saquon Barkley scored a touchdown that won the game as New York beat the, beat the Saints. Nothing but congratulations for the Giants. And the only reason why they're still on my list is because, like I said in the last segment, there's something still off about the coach. And there's still something that doesn't mix. I think they have the right offensive coordinator. I think they have the right talent at the right time. I don't trust their quarterback. That's my issue, not theirs. Hmm. We all love Joe Judge. I hope Joe Judge stays in New York. I hope Garrett stays in New York as an offensive coordinator. He works well with Joe Judge. He's a silent guy. He's not going to say much. He's just going to try and pump him up and have him play. And that's all he has him do. That offense actually does show up. I feel like they have the right offensive scheme. I feel like there's a right place and the right time for Garrett to show. Honestly, I think that's the reason why that Daniel plays as well as he does. I, I'm i not a fan of Daniel Jones. To me, he's the deer of all the quarterbacks. He's tall, long. He runs like a freaking deer. But there's something still off about him. I don't, maybe, maybe it's the defense. Maybe because the defense doesn't fit that giant blue that I'm used to, that I grew up with. I feel like the whole organization is trying to be Pittsburgh when they're New York. Does that make any sense? They're trying to be Pittsburgh, but they're really New York. New York is a different kind of hustle than Pittsburgh. But anyway, again, you guys, coming in at number 28 is the New York Football Giants. Yes? Who is it? You wonder why I'm mad at number 27? Because I picked him to lose. I picked him to lose the Unfortunates Bowl for this week, and they won. I actually, at some point, see the Colts. I don't know why, I don't know how, but I see the Colts getting the first pick in the draft and then getting the quarterback and then that quarterback not working. I don't know. I'm just telling you. I think they have the right coach. I think they have the right coach at the right time. 
I just feel like the Colts are not nearly as good as everybody thinks they are. The only thing they really have is one great linebacker and one great offensive line. But they're not great at everything else. And I'm getting sick of everybody, especially Colin Coward, talking about, oh, the Colts are good at this, they're good at this, and then now if Carson wins, they're going to win the division. <sighs> Somebody please go slap him. Not literally. I'm not telling, I'm not advocating for violence. Mentally, close your eyes and slap Colin Cowherd upside the head. Not in the face. Not in the face. Just upside the head. He don't need to be there. The Colts did not need to be anointed by Colin Cowherd as the winners of the division because he doesn't have faith in Tennessee. And you know what? I will say one more thing. They actually do have a really good running back. So again, at number 27 is the Indianapolis Colts. Yo, yo, yo. So at number 27, so I had them drop. Let's see, how many spots did I drop? I dropped in one spot, okay? The only reason why I dropped them one spot is even though they lost the way that it did, even though it looked kind of funny. So Detroit lost, but I still only dropped them one spot. They're going to win a few games. Look, they got new coaching. The team fights really hard. I just have a feeling they're going to end up like, winning like six out of the last seven or something ridiculous that nobody expected out of Detroit. I just hope that none of them give up. Look, we all know that golf can perform in the playoffs. If Detroit can somehow turn it around, you never know. Honestly, I don't see this team on this list all season like I do the Colts. So again, here at number 26, we got the Indianapolis Colts. Bruh. That's my bad. I say Indianapolis Colts. 26 Detroit Lions. My bad. number 25. I didn't know I was going to do this, but this is the second time in unfortunate history that there's a tie. It's the second time in the unfortunate situation we got a tie. Now, I know you guys are thinking, well, how in the heck could it be a tie? Well, there's two teams that's left. I just feel like they got off to a bad start against a bad team, but I don't feel like that that's them. And actually having got to watch half of this game, I really don't think that that was the Houston Texans. 
But since they did lose in very, very bad fashion with a rookie quarterback who probably shouldn't be starting, and so basically, this is the first time I got two teams the exact same spot from the same division. The Jacksonville Jaguars. I bet on y'all. I was confident in y'all. And I was right. Y'all just didn't win. I was right that y'all would show up and that y'all would be that good team that everybody didn't think that y'all were. Urban Meyer, I still think you're not the coach for Trevor Lawrence. I just have to say, look, I said this a couple times. Jim Codwell is still available. Jim Codwell needs a job in the NFL. The Jacksonville Jaguars, they have a not bad offensive line. They have an okay defensive line. They have a really good running back who I kind of fear sometimes. And you got Trevor Lawrence and two good receiving targets. Can, can somebody, Stephen A. not Stephen A. Smith, Shannon Sharp, you said his name. And it's funny how you said, <coughs> sorry, it's funny how you sat there and you said the only successful season that the Detroit Lions really ever had with Matt Stafford was Caldwell. But you never said anything else that that man deserves a job in the NFL. He took the Colts to the Super Bowl. Like, can, can, can this man get a job? Can this man be one of those guys who sits there for 10 years and actually gets to build? Oh, yeah. Sorry, John Gruden. But you're the only one who seemingly will get that kind of deal when Jim Codwell is worth the price of admission. Somebody hired Jim Codwell. And you know what? If y'all don't do it, Houston Texans. Well, I'm not going why you won't hire Jim Codwell, but this would be the two perfect teams for Jim Codwell to get a guy, a job. Get this guy a job. And these are like almost the two most perfect teams for him to do that. So, I can't wait for these two teams to play because I think the game is going to be much better played than people will expect. Even though they are both on my unfortunate list this week. And that was number 25, the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Houston Texans. That is it for the unfortunates. Everybody have a great Friday. Enjoy the day. It's rainy down here in Southern California. I hope you guys have a beautiful day as much as I'm going to enjoy it. Peace out. Bye.